And we're live. Ross, by law, I need to let you know we are recording. Okay. I'm good. Okay. Well, welcome, guys. This is our second episode of our video SW Fantasy Football Podcast. And I'm your host, The Real Get At Me. And always, I got uh, Joey Fantasy over here. Joey Fantasy coming live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Also next to uh, Heinz Field, if you couldn't notice, especially those guys that just listen to the podcast on Spotify. Um, if you do want to go to the YouTube channel that Dom has recently set up, you'll see that I'm sitting outside uh, Heinz Field, beautiful Heinz Field. Really nice. And we have our uh, special guest this year, 2015 champion, uh, Ross Asigno. Yeah, it's nice to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. All right, Looking Ross. To it. That's a nice uh, flag you got back there for the, anybody who's uh, checking out the YouTube page. Yeah, that's my banner, my 2015 banner. That's the banner from uh, – actually, that banner's from the year that most people answer this first question with. What is yeah. your – what is the greatest memory uh, of your time in this league? Yeah, so my greatest memory, I know a lot of people have been the BW3 um, adventure, but I'm, I'm thinking something more exclusive, more that not everybody can be a part of. Um, at this point, um, and it's, it's pretty much when we're at parties and we look around and you see everybody wearing their green jackets <laughs> and it's time for that picture, you know, get that championship picture together. And that's, that's one of my favorite parts of, of being a champion and being in this league. Is there one, one of those pictures, Ross, that you like, I know you and I, you know, we're kind of a, and Chase, kind of the founders of the championship, but is there any particular photo that you thought was your, your most, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say your best photo, but Something like, damn, I totally remember that day being with champions. And uh, it was just a good feeling, especially knowing that majority of the league didn't have a ring at that time. Yeah, it was probably at your wedding. Um, sticking right off the top of my head, I remember <laughs> even during dinner, we were all, everybody's heads were popping up um, at the dinner table, just getting ready for the picture and and just the process of gathering everybody up. Uh, then when that was Chase, was was hurt with his uh, appendix problem too. So um, yeah, it's a rough time. It was a good time, yeah. But it, it was one of my favorites. Good yeah, time. it's that was one of my favorites too, obviously, because it was my wedding day. But uh, unfortunately, at that time, what was it? Only eight owners could be in that picture. Yeah, I believe so. So four. We added one. Yeah, we added one, and he did do a good job this year. But anyways, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll move on here, Ross. Yeah. Um, yeah. Popular question. I'm sure you've heard it now. Um, surprisingly, you have no votes for yourself uh, from from any of the other owners. Uh, but if you had to remove one owner from the fantasy, Dom. oh wow, that was quick! I didn't finish the <laughs> Damn, Dom, Dom you, this is Dom, your second Dom. one, isn't it? Did you get, I think I think uh, did Bob kick me out? I remember. I'm taking Dom out. You Charles got at least two. He hasn't won anything. Nah, I think yet. Bob kicked out Kiefer. <laughs> I mean, I would. I think I would agree with. I, I mean, I was very political in my statements a few weeks ago. <laughs> but Ross, I mean, state the obvious. Get rid of the week. Yeah, and I, I, know, I know we had a little off-air um, commentary going on this afternoon, and he kind of just added fuel to my fire. You know, he, he, Dom likes to talk a lot of smack, but he, he really doesn't have any hardware behind it yet. So, I mean, the hardware, I mean, at, at what point, everybody has the same piece of hardware at this point. It's not like anybody's a two-time or three-time Does champion. everybody have it, though? I mean, 90% of the league does. So what's that yeah. say for the 10%? That I'm just saying, at this point. What's it's, that do for the 10%? It's, it's not I mean, that special bad. right now. Yeah, come on, Dom. I mean, that's like, you know, ooh, I made the playoffs. I mean, everybody does it, right? say that. Right, Ross? It's just anybody can do it now. 
I don't know. We'll see. I think there's four players or four owners that haven't. Right. So. That, that leaves me four more years to get my fair shot. And hopefully, unless somebody else starts taking it off like me this year. The odds, are, the odds are against it. Everybody knows. Stats don't lie. Everybody knows, but, you know, we've, we're a numbers game around here, and it looks like everyone's getting one once. I think yeah, we'll see what happens. Rigged. <laughs> you um, might over there. You never know. Okay, so, so you want me out of the league. And that's that's fair option. You know, not everybody can handle what I bring to this league. So, yeah, you know, not every, I mean, I know you hate when I wake you up at 1 o'clock when I'm like, Ross, you're lying up. What are you doing? And you're like, oh, man, my quarterback. I didn't know he's been in a coma for three weeks. Yeah, so, that happened. I, uh, there's no excuse. I was, I was, <laughs> no excuse on that one. So, you know, it happens. <laughs> yeah, it um, happens. But let's go to uh, – so, oh, where did that question go? Oh, boy. All right, we're significant other. We're not doing yeah, that one. Now what, Ross doesn't have a spouse or a significant other. Maybe the Ross, Ross, do you want to talk about your yeah, spouses? I can still answer it. All right. We'll, no, we we'll, don't we'll, have to, but I can still answer it. No, I've met the coward we'll, if you do that. I mean, I'm just saying. I'd rather get to uh, who do you consider your toughest opponent. Okay. You can get I, there. We're not here to talk about your girlfriends. I've lost track. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> a lot of people have. <laughs> I've lost track, Ross. Girlfriend, we don't have. We only have thirty minutes. Yeah, so let's just get right right to the meat and potatoes of this interview. Huh? What was the question again? Yeah, uh, your toughest opponent and your weakest opponent. So, like we say, who do you want to see twice a year, and who do you not want to see twice a year? Yeah, so I did a little research on this, and I went back actually to 2017. That's when I started my um, research. That's when I started my slump of going four and nine the past three years. Um, and and I I noticed that there's only three owners that I haven't been able to beat in those three years, and that is Dean Ammo and Bob, or Rob, excuse me. Um, and out of those three, I'm probably gonna go with. It's a toss-up between uh, – I'm going to say Ammo is probably the toughest one because I haven't beaten him in a while, I don't think. Um, yeah. and the easiest one would have to be either Nick or Chase because in those three years that I've only won four games, I beat them once every year. So either Nick or Chase is my easiest that I'd like to see twice. And um, probably Ammo or, or probably Rob as one that I would like to avoid. I think Ammo's got like – at least six of the owners saying he's the hardest guy to play yeah. against. Yeah, he's tough. And I, I, I might segue into another one of your questions here, but um, I know our question was next to win. And I think he would be my next owner to win if somebody else doesn't win their second one. He's my he's my uh, pick for Wow, we're bu- next bro- jumping right to it. I'm out of right the league. Going right in. I'm out of the league. You're going to skip it. Yeah, he ain't even going to freaking <laughs> – Come close to winning one. No, I mean, with the points you put up last year, how can you? I mean, how can you? Ross yeah. is really firing shots for a guy who's won as many games as Chase in the last three years. <laughs> so speaking hey, of Chase, he does. Right. Speaking of Chase, since he's a hot topic on most podcasts, um, one of the, the the questions that Dom had originally came up with and loves presenting, I'll present it to you, Ross. Granted, you're not able to make the draft next year, Labor Day weekend on that Sunday when we always do it. Emergency crisis, you can't be there for whatever reason. Stuck in Vegas. Who's going to – yeah, stuck in Vegas, hungover yeah. maybe. Maybe you don't get up by 1 o'clock. Maybe you can't yeah. wake up. Who's going to yeah. be your backup plan? No. Or who um, is your backup plan? Yeah, my backup plan. I think I got a pretty solid one here. He might even draft a team better than me. 
Um, I would go with my cousin, Justin. He's, um, oh. he's very analytical and he, he knows his stats probably better than I do. Um, and he, he would definitely be my pick. So does Jeffrey know that you picked Justin before you picked Jeff, your cousin Jeff? I think, I think he could figure it out. I think he would know that I would go with Justin over, over no, no the hard blood. No hard family feelings there? I, I don't think so. I think, he, I think he knows. He knows the game. Okay. Pretty simple, you know. All right. Uh, so the next question, uh, the changes in the league here. Uh, we know yeah. most – we voted on mostly, so everybody knows. Tight ends, whatever, buy-ins. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you one of the guys who wanted to go above 200 or stay below 200? Yeah, I've, I was one of the votes to add directly 200. I, right. I probably doubling up from last year. I think that's really uh, serious here. And... We got the three wide receivers option. Uh, mm-hmm. If we if we don't expand to the 14 man league, there's talk for the three wide receivers in the league where we would cut bench sizes by one or two and add another starting position. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any strong opinions against or for that? Um, you know that I don't really have any strong feelings for that at all. Um, three receivers, I think you're just kind of boosting your team up a little more. I think there's a lot of receivers out there that a lot of people can face. Um, I know during the draft, even receivers, decent receivers, I would people starting lineups were going for a dollar a piece. So I think you, I think you can definitely improve your roster by having a, a third receiver on your team. All right. Right. So uh, I guess my opinion is, are you are you in favor of, you know, being able to use that extra guy? Because, you know, like like most people have said, and, you know, we've we've noticed in people's uh, lineups, you know, you can only hold so many usable running backs, but everybody's holding on to like three or four extra wide receivers. And you ever mm-hmm. feel like you don't get to, you know, take the chance on one of those guys that you really felt good about. And that's why he's been sitting on your bench for four weeks other than just a bye week. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I've definitely had a couple wide receivers on my bench that I would like to start, but obviously for, for limiting roster space. I mean, but you're not, you're not going to, you, you were one of the guys you had Odell up until week 10. It, you know, yeah. you weren't going to bench Odell for, you know, you're sheep. For guys you wanted to hold on to, guys, guys you took the shot on and you drafted or you used a waiver wire on and you were like, I'd love to get this guy in, but how do I, you know, how do I bench Odell for him? Which you, yeah, know, no, you don't, don't follow yeah, the pack? Don't. I mean, you do your homework? It's that grinding? simple? You know that Odell Beckham's not a top 10 receiver? You're not a sheep? Yeah, now I know. Don't overpay for him? I mean, it's that yeah. simple. Nobody wants to do yeah. their homework anymore, apparently, with three receivers. And that's, that's been the problem. I haven't done my homework in a while, but this year, I promise. I, I told you guys earlier, it's my revenge season, and I feel like my name has been brought up a lot in this podcast about how I was a has-been almost now. So and you're de- you're like, your trajectory, Your trajectory is about the same as Chase's, but Chase's just kind of went like this, and – you know, you were you were hanging around for the first four or five years of the league. You were all, you know, if we would have been doing this interview in 2015, a lot of guys would be like, I don't want to play Ross. Ross, you were you led the league after six years, I believe, in wins. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, you know, a couple of four and nine seasons. And Ross, yeah, how many? Three in a row. Three in a row you had, and you still yeah. managed to be fourth highest on wins right now and you're right in the i mean next year you could pass dom if you have a yeah no he's got a lot of 
that's crazy. You had three years. You pretty much didn't show up. I mean, it's yeah. obvious you didn't show up on Sunday. You were playing a guy. That I mean, I don't have back. to score points to right. get four wins. It's not and that he's hard, still, guys. He's still in it for highest points and most wins. And I have and, a ring. And he's got the ring. He, he's second highest in points. Top. If I haven't hit on that yet, oh no, yeah, I mean, that's something to say. A lot of points, no wins. It's too bad. Uh, so after the wide receivers, uh, the free agency budget, the uh, free agent acquisition budget, the new way we'd like to try to do the uh, waiver system there. It. it is the new way. It is in. Yeah, it's in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in favor of that. I think it'll be a little more competitive rather than, you know, Dom making his 85 moves last year <laughs> or a keeper making his, I think, 60 moves they made on the wire last year and they just sit there on their computer at 2 a.m. and start clicking people. They always okay. get them. And it only worked for one players. of them. <laughs> so I feel like this is going to bring a little more people to the, the table on who they want in the waiver wire. And I, I, think it's, I think it's the way to go. Yeah, I don't think people are going to be as afraid to try to go out and get their guys because they're not going to be worried about, uh, you know, dropping to that number 12 spot right. and being stuck there from an injury because, you know, if you have the money, you can try again next week, which would be nice right. for some guys. What I think this helps with, and I didn't say it in the presentation to you guys because everything was moving quickly and my, a lot of thoughts were thrown out. Um, what this also does is prevent defensive plays. I know there was a number of times last year where Dom in particular would steal guys on the waiver wire to play defense so that guys wouldn't be able to, you know, I had a running back, a backup running back that went down. Dom, Dom saw the, the opportunity. He didn't need that running back but he maybe have been playing me a week or two down the road. Or just a trade bait. He used him for trade bait or he sat on him so he couldn't score, so I couldn't utilize him. So yeah, I think right. that's going to eliminate a lot of that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to bring a more competitive nature to, to the waiver wire. And uh, the final part of this question, any changes you'd like to see that we may have not uh, brought up or discussed yet? I don't, I don't think there's anything new that I'd want to see. Um, you know, maybe something for a different way to pick the what the loser has to do at the end. I don't know if we just want to pick an idea and I'll vote off of that. Or I mean, you brought it up, Ross. Were you disappointed by, the, pen- you disappointed by the penalty by, Ch- this by year? Chase's calendar? <laughs> by the calendar? I mean, our problem is we didn't we didn't specify any rules on how we had to make the calendar. I mean, I was expecting something different, but. What he did is completely in the lines of what he was able to do. Egregious what he did. But I, I enjoyed the I enjoyed the calendar for the most part. I think it was well said there, Ross. I think he put yeah. a lot of effort in it. It was a, it was a great piece of material, and there were no. We didn't vote that it had to be something you know embarrassing or or no. He just had to make that. So he took advantage of it, and he put some time and effort in. It was a nice product, but uh, fool us once, shame on. What is it saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. Now we know. Uh, my up or you? Yeah, down? you're up, Joe. It's number seven. Ross, this is something I don't know if we've really talked to you much or if you had much say or input on this particular situation. You're kind of quiet. Um, SEDs or PSEs or whatever Chase calls yeah. them. Software enhancing drugs is what I like to call them. Yeah. Any thoughts? Are you for or against them? Do you care? Should you get um, on them? You know what? SEDs, <laughs> they, they, they've definitely made a shift in the league. Um, 
Now, when I started drafting, when my, I was actually producing in the league, I would just show up to the draft with, you know, my magazine and a piece of paper and, and draft my team like that. Now, you can't just do that because there's so many more analytics and things that these people are looking at and getting outside advice. I, I, I just don't know where to, where to take them. Um, are they is it, it's outside advice or it's just being more informed? Well, it depends if you're asking a third-party person or if you're just reading Stardom Sidham. Okay. If you're reading the Stardom Sidham, that's different than an SED, I would, I would think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're talking about... We're not taking to a forum. We're talking about you, Ross, going online secretly, not telling anybody, paying for a software subscription in fantasy, pros or whatever you want to call it. I'm not familiar with any of them. I've never been on Sounds them. Sounds very familiar. Inputting, inputting your roster, and then it's generating algorithms and all these sorts of numbers and snaps and it's on a turf facility 70 degrees out today he usually throws 60 passes in this day and weather this and that so you should for you paying the ten dollar a month fee that computer is going to generate statistically what your best move is yeah see like that is a little too much for me uh, if you're paying for different softwares to give you answers for tests let's say i don't think that's that's necessarily right. Um, I think it's going to be hard to punish or ban completely because obviously people are doing that behind closed doors and we can't always see that. So I think it's going to be something, <laughs> going to be something tough to deal with. But, um, you know, they're there. They're there. And I think it's going to be more of a shift and an adjustment rather than to, to ban them completely. Just to clear some of the things up Joe said, it's not always, you know, as extreme as what he's saying, but uh, you know, but it has of, the capabilities of doing it, something. It might, like that. I might. I mean, I, that's not what I use, so that tells me turf. Well, how do we know that you're not using that? Yeah, you're it's one, available. Yeah, you're one no, of the top I mean, SED users in the league. Though. I mean, some of my use, my, some of my my uh, preferred programs will, you know, if I'm comparing two guys, it's going to give me more in depth analytics between okay, how many snaps was he on the field for? How many times was the ball thrown his way? It's more than just targets. It was, you know, did he have six targets and they were throwaways? You know, two or three of them throwaways or were they nice clean routes that he was actually, you know, open for and targeted? So it's kind of, you know, some of the nerd work that not everybody can do, but somebody's being paid for it. And if I throw him $5 a month, God bless him. <laughs> You gotta support the, you gotta support the industry. <laughs> do what you gotta do, Dom. That's all I can say. Do, yeah, what do what you have do. to do. I, nobody do here is complaining that you're on them. You were lowest points <laughs> last year. Fair point. Okay. Not too much. Well, the next question you already answered. Uh, did you want to say anything else about why you think Chris will be the next one to win? Is uh, the next one without a ring to win a ring between myself, Paul, Bob, and Ammo? Yeah, I basically said Ammo just because I feel he's been the closest. I think he's been in top three, you know, maybe not a handful of times, but he's been in top three a couple of times. Um, you don't, you think, don't that, think he's got playoff jitters? I mean, he's, um, got one, he's got one of the worst playoff records for somebody who's made it over five times. Yeah, outside, that's true, outside of Paul. That's true. I, I think that I think that he'd be the first person to get it all together and, and figure this thing out. Um, but regardless, I think that – I think that I'm going to win next year anyway. So, all right. So this first, question's irrelevant. The first two time, yeah, this question's pretty much irrelevant. But if I had to pick, I would say Chris Hamilton. Okay. 
how about um, my question here? I think we've got a little bit of a response out of you regarding expansion to 14 owners from 12. Um, you had also thrown out something called Dynasty. I don't know. Are you an Amos League by any chance? I'm not. No, okay, I'm not. So. I, know he, I know he did start a Dynasty League last year. Yeah, I was part of that. I think Dom was as well. I just wasn't sure if you were familiar with that. But yeah. So why don't you tell us your thoughts on expansion with 14 guys? Maybe tell us why you choose Dynasty if we did do that route. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we had our closed-door meeting about expansion, and the league was kind of torn in half at this point. I think we had an even number of votes for – what we were going to do there. Um, and I, I will say publicly that I did vote um, to keep to keep the league as is. Um, the next day I brought up the idea of maybe I would be open to ex ex expanding the, um, the league if we switch it to a dynasty league. Um, and I don't, I don't know why that made make it sound better to me, but I, I just feel like if you have your solid team and it's your team that you're playing with, that you're, you know, moving year to year with, it kind of, it kind of limits certain, certain things, I guess. I don't really know, but I, I'm, I'm kind of set on keeping the league where it's at with the, with the 12 people here in place, but we have a lot, we have a ways to the season. So I might be convinced other ways, but right now I'm, I'm standing for it. Yeah. I was, I was shocked. Uh, Cause most of the responses I've been getting from owners that, that are not necessarily in favor of it, the number one reason is it's tougher or harder. Like when you somehow that that's the answer I get um, based on roster numbers, less talent available and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, that's the first I heard of dynasty and dynasties in my opinion is a lot harder. I was part of ammos last year and um, it's quite a different strategy and. Well, it'd be, it'd be harder you know, to see it through. I mean, that was just one, one year. So it kind of just felt like, you know, one year, but if, you know, if you go back and you're still holding on to, uh, I think it would have been like 12 of the 16 guys that you originally drafted and you moved on with that same team and you went into, you know, we've never done a redraft of just rookies and free agents, you know, that would change the whole dynamic of drafts because you would have to do more homework in terms of, you know, finding out these rookies, what their actual value is to some of these teams. Cause you know, you don't know landing spot will make a big difference in, you know, what these guys are doing. And if somebody's not willing to do that kind of, you know, homework information, you know, they will be at a huge advantage. I mean, the PEDs will really start to, catch up to some people if you can't if you if you don't want to open the internet and check it out i mean jk dobbins could go to any team today and or, you know next week whenever the draft is and some guys might draft him because they just think they know who he is but if he ends up on a team where he's just one of three running backs like in philadelphia he's not going to be as good as you know maybe cam Akers, who shows up in a spot where he's going to be the starting guy and you know that right off the bat but you know you never heard of Cam Akers because you never watched Florida or whatever, you know, Florida State, whoever he's with. And, but, you know, you're enamored with your OSU guys. So you draft them and they're in bad spots and you didn't notice that because you didn't look at the other team's depth charts and things like that. So Dynasty would be exciting if you get everybody to, uh, you know, really want to dive right. into it. Right. 
Yeah, it was just an idea. I just threw it out there. You doing the next one or me, Don? Uh, you can take this one. I'll ask Ross some bonus questions. Ooh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Ross, you actually, I think we're brought, we, we've just brought this question aboard a few weeks ago. Um, six out of the 12 owners are either married or engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby threw a little twist in it at uh, last week's podcast. Out of the six owners that are not engaged or married, which one do you think will be the next engaged? And then which one do you think will be the last out of the group to be engaged? Okay. I think I'm going to be the last to get engaged. Say <laughs> that real quick. Um, and then who else do we have? We have we got Dave, Dean, Chris, Robbie, Chase, and yourself. But I'm going to say the next person is going to be Ammo. He's been my favorite of the podcast so far. I'm calling his name out, so I'll just stick with it. Go with Ammo as being the next. He might get his ring. He might get. Do you know anything that we don't? Is there anything? No, I don't that, know any, no, He's gonna double no up. He's gonna double up his rings next year. Yeah, he maybe he'll get the engagement ring and his fantasy football ring. It happened with Nick. That's, it could happen with him. Yeah, it happened maybe, with Nick. Maybe, maybe we're starting a new trend. Kiefer thought. Kiefer thought he was doing it. Yeah. Kiefer had it planned. He couldn't wait another year for a ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't gonna happen for him. Not this year. But, yeah, I would uh, say ammo. Okay. All right, so, Russ, the question that I wanted to ask you was, what happened that Sunday morning when, well, that was a, when Matt Stafford was ruled out with, I, I think, like a broken spine or something, you know, seriously wrong with the guy? It happened all of a sudden, but, you know, I know myself and, you know, the commissioner – I think they reached out to you a couple times, but starting around 10 o'clock maybe to try to yeah. let you know. Yeah, that was a uh, Thanksgiving game, wasn't it? Yeah. It was that Thursday on Thanksgiving, I'm pretty sure. I can't Possibly. remember. Detroit. Detroit plays on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Thanksgiving Day. and I Might have been I a week before have... Thanksgiving. I'm just going to go with the Thanksgiving story and say that I think I got a little too drunk on the day before Thanksgiving and – you know, I, I, I woke up that morning not feeling great. I, I drove to my parents' house when I had over Thanksgiving. And, you know, I sat down and started watching football, and I saw Matt Stafford was not in the game. And that was the first time I realized that I had messed up that week. And I, could, I was playing ammo that week, too. I probably could have beat him. But, um, you know, that was a blunder on my, my end. So, do you think living, this has, living and learning. Do you think this has anything to do with – your 2015 championship, like you hit your high and then you just felt like I'm on top of the world. I'm just going to party it up. And you know, are- it might, it might have a little to do with that. And I actually looked back at the records and the year after I won the championship, I actually won nine and three the next year. And then I started my, my decline of going four and nine in three straight years. Um, so I, I think I, I was just on a high. I think I went 10 and three, 11 and two, nine and three in three straight years that I thought maybe it's just too easy. So I, I just try to put, you know, players together just on top of my head. Um, but, but this year, like I said, with all these people bringing my name up as almost a has-been, um, I think I need to bring some more respect to my name and this league again. So that's my goal this year. Okay. That's, that's exciting. That's good to hear. That's the good Ross. You know, that's the Ross that brings energy to the group, and that's the Ross that I used to be scared of playing twice a year. Right, yeah, he's, he's back, you know, baby. 
like I said, if this was if if this interview was three years ago, Ross would have been my number one guy for I don't want to see that guy twice a year. You know, he would have been He's back, Tom. He would have been one of the guys. And now I'm like, Ross, bring him on. He scored fifty eight points against me this year. I want Tom week one. <laughs> like, what is that? I want Tom week one. You're gonna get him a, sure, at least once. You give me at least once. Uh, I can't wait. So yeah, and I, you know, I tried to look back on the record today, but you can't do it through the app. You gotta get on the computer to see. I wanted to bring up that that atrocity of a game you had against me, which yeah, I, I looked at that today. Like I said, it was you know, it was a gift from God. It was actually, I mean, I think Bobby averaged more than the both of you put up that week. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was 70 to 60 final. Yeah, it was like 71 to 60. Yeah, it was like okay. barely 60 points. I think Ross might have hit like 60 points after his kicker made a kick on Monday night or something. Yeah, it was bad. My team, my team was in shambles. I knew it. I knew it from the very beginning. And then I made that early trade with Kiefer at like week four. I was on oh, four, so I I was on four, so I I felt I felt the pressure. Trade with yeah, that's what Kiefer likes to do. He 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 attacks the week, and. uh he saw that you were panicking for your season and yeah. took advantage of you. The, the week and well, uninformed. Yeah, I'll tell you what happened. It was week two I played Kiefer, and that was the, the week that Odell went off against the Jets on, I think, Monday night or Sunday night football. He had that huge game, the only one of the of the season. And I was beating Kiefer up by, like, point two at the end of that game. And then the next morning they had a point adjustment. He beat him by point one. So I went from one and one to zero oh and two to zero oh and three to zero oh and four. It was all down. But I just couldn't catch it. Yeah, I just couldn't catch it. So it was off to a bad start. Um, 55 and 47, Ross is. Three games behind the winning champ. The most wins? That's easily attainable in one season. Oh, yeah. Three-game spread. I mean, I'd I'd really have to bomb, and, you know, I don't do that. We know that. You have been pretty consistent the past few years. I will give you that. You you hang around that what nine and four, eight and five. I mean, mark. I'm I'm always just at least just above you know the five hundred mark. You know, I'm floating around there at the six seed, the five seed. You know, yeah. just staying top and uh, you know the records I've got. You know, me and Ross are four and four against each other, so we're pretty even. Uh, but like I said, I I hold a. I hold most of my wins against Bobby and Chase alone, where I'm like nine and three and eight and one against Bob and Chase, respectively. And Dom's proud of that. So I mean, I'm not losing. <laughs> I'm not losing games I shouldn't. So I mean, I'm not going to lose the, the likes of those guys, no matter how many points they score. <laughs> Everybody's got their fair shot. Everybody's got their fair shot. Ross, do you sleep with that flag? Yeah. Is that like your comforting blanket? Did that Is come it? in the BW3 package? Yeah. Yeah, it did. We should, I we think should, we, we should get we should do one of those. Yeah, every year. Those are nice. Yeah, it's nice. I hang it off in my room. Maybe, uh, Look at it every morning. Maybe we'll have to Zoom our uh, auction draft this year. Yeah, that'd be cool. So I can see you guys' did you, faces. Speaking of that, Ross, did you, did you draft with anybody last year before we let you go? Were you in the yeah. same vicinity, like, yeah, while you guys were auctioning? With, yeah, Nick and Rob. Uh, we The three of us drafted together. Was there um, any collusion? No, there wasn't. Actually, Rob had to move rooms because he just couldn't take it, I don't think. His 
with somebody looking at his computer. We, we didn't have an opportunity to ask Rob and Nick in person on the podcast, but now you're our last opportunity. There yeah. were there were some rumors going around. The commissioner was aware, you know, made aware of, and we didn't want to ruin Nick's parade this year. But um, the three of you guys were communicating, maybe pressing the, the auction button a little bit higher to make other people pay a little bit more expensive for certain owners and um, spend some of their money by saying, "Yeah, you guys hit this one, I'll hit the next one, and you'll have to keep them if Joe or Dom doesn't," you know. I spend it a little bit higher, but I think Dom really wants his player or Joe really wants his player. So let's make him spend their money on this guy. Is that going no, on in that house? I don't, it didn't happen you know, on purpose with the three of us, but it may have happened. Um, you know, that's part of the draft strategy. Um, just, a, just like Dom uses for the waiver wire, you know, start taking players that people can't have or make them overpay for them. That's what you got to do sometimes. I mean, yeah, so maybe we do have this on zoom so we could track all this. Right. I mean, do you talk do you talk off season strategy with any of the other guys in the league? Or are you oh, no. to keep it all no, under my, wraps? I'm keeping that under wraps. That'd be a good probably idea. You don't wanna, you don't want to tell people who you got for sleepers, they're gonna screw you over. Yeah, probably gonna take them. yeah especially in auction, it makes things a little little tougher. You know, in snake sometimes you can play with it. It's like, oh, you pick way over there. I could probably tell you if I'm taking it because you're not gonna get right. it. It's gonna matter. In auction, you never know. So try to keep that stuff tight. But maybe you throw out a little, you know, decoy guy that you want him to think that you like. Yeah, and like uh, Paul Perdue. The game. Paul bid on uh, Baker Mayfield for $30. Yeah, what are you guys crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're, you're trying to trick somebody there. but I like, I, like, I like watching you guys try to draft Cleveland Browns players because it's hilarious. Paul could have got uh, the running back from the Raiders and Mike Evans for, for, uh, for cheap Baker Mayfield, for Baker Mayfield money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Same thing with Najoku went for almost double digits, and he got you a good solid one don't game be, this don't year. Don't be sharing all this information <laughs> with these guys. Let them pick the Browns players, Steelers players, yeah, and Cincinnati, do. the division I'm gonna, players. I'm gonna pay thirty five dollars for Odell again. No, and and that's another thing in the auction draft. My whole meanwhile, draft Jarvis Landry's going for shit. like ten dollars. I was going oh, yeah, every game. Yeah, every game. I know that was a complete disappointment for my team last year, but for the last you know, three my, years, it's been a shit. Yeah, my yeah, my draft strategy last year went to shit after the first guy. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to stabilize that and uh, figure something new out because I my first two picks were two wide receivers and that was not my game plan. And Ross, for all our listeners out there that have heard us say sheep a number of times the last week or so, especially on this podcast, you're aware of what a sheep is, right? Yeah. He follows or they follow the herd. They just follow the picks that ESPN yeah. whoever's they telling them. They get. just they just follow the consensus yeah. rankings, right? And we're, we're here to break. We're here to break that trend. Yeah, we care about that. we care about everybody. We want you guys to get off the tracks, <laughs> get out the way. Yeah, this is our year, 2020. Hell yeah, that's the fantasy counselor. If you're wondering, shout out to him. He's a great podcaster and Instagram. He gets great content. Public figure. Great content. I, I mean, we don't want to give you all our secrets. Come on, Dom, wrap this one up. Right. He's he's pretty much a walking P P D on your Instagram page. <laughs> but he does hold open interviews with just normal followers. I know Joe jumped in one the other day. I did represent the SWB Fantasy Football League on one of them. That makes Wait. sense. It's it's pretty good stuff if you guys are interested in actually listening 
you know, to somebody else's opinion who likes to think a little more outside the box. You know, he's, yeah. he, he sees that Odell still ranked preseason top 10 and drives him crazy. I saw that video. And he I does, agree with him. I agree with and, him. And, and the disrespect to Landry because he's all the way down there at like 30 or 31 yeah. or five or something. Yeah. And he's, he's not a fan of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt either. So, Ross, Ross finished 10th, correct? 10th this year. I believe that's what I had him down for. Next week we have the last year Rizzo joining us, Dean. Um, and then obviously Chase to, to get that, the Chase interview. That'll be probably the best one to wrap up with to get That'll his foot. be a massacre. Yeah. But we're, we're almost <laughs> done with the exit interviews. Right. Yeah, just like and that. Then, I hope you guys are looking forward to our content after the interviews. Yeah, I can't we, got some, wait. we got some good things coming up for you guys. This will, this yeah, will, be, this will become a real a real fantasy football podcast, hopefully. Yeah, I love it. You know, I love yeah. the podcast coming together, the Instagram coming together. It's all, you know, the league is, is really starting to form here. Uh, anybody, I'm excited for it. Anybody who's listening, I know we get like three or four viewers every week on this show. I still need pictures for the Instagram, maybe some funny ones that are appropriate. Remember, people got jobs. <laughs> uh, Strap up. The NFL drafts next next week. Robbie's ready. Check out the Instagram. Hope you guys are staying safe. We didn't even talk about the coronavirus this week. Ross, is, is this Get been back. affecting you at all? Um, You know, a little bit. For work, work-wise, everything's a little slower, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping safe. Right. We're we're all just trying to stay essential in our businesses. That's what we're doing. You got to do what you can. I'm only essential every other week. No. I know, jo- I know Joe's barely essential. I'm barely essential. I'm hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> we're all hanging on just a little bit here. Um, That's all I had. That's all I got. Uh, You got anything Good. else, Ross? Anything else you no. wanted to say? You know, I don't think so. Football, just, football or non-football related? Uh, you looking forward to the golf outing possibly oh, yeah, happening? Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Coronavirus or not, we'll be out shooting links, baby. Right. We'll just need we'll just need twenty four cards, separate cards. Yeah. We can figure something out. Take our cards out there. Yeah, we'll just we'll just walk eighteen. No, yeah, that'll that'll do too. I, I, I think probably, we need some. I probably want eighteen. I got bad no. knees. That could be the uh, challenge for next year. Some the loser of uh, loser of the league has to wheelbarrow everybody in the uh, golf outing. <laughs> Put a wagon behind them. Do you have your penalty idea yet for the group? No, not yet. Not yet. I'm still thinking on that. I I, I think I was talking to Nick the other day, and he was railing off like three or four ideas that he had. So I, I, I don't think I like the Easter Bunny. The Easter Bunny idea? Like the Easter Bunny idea. It might be too far off of fantasy football, but... You, know. you can make it work. you got the whole offseason pretty much to make something happen. Right. Easter Sunday in the Easter suit, 306 in Mayfield. 306 in Mayfield. I just want waving you, to people. I want you, you directing... Have... Megan Kai. <laughs> I want you, you directing even... traffic outside of St. Anselm's <laughs> Easter morning. <laughs> you don't even have to hold a sign saying you suck at fantasy football. We just want you there. We just know already. With a whistle. Yeah, perfect. I'm down. Vest I'm cool on. with something like that. That'd be funny. I'm down with something like that. A little public embarrassment this year. A little, you know, when not the, so when inside. When the cops pull you over, you gotta let them know it's because you suck at fantasy football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. 
<laughs> so, all right, all right uh, we can wrap this up then. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Look forward to seeing you guys on our YouTube page. Remember to like and subscribe to find out when the new videos come out. Uh, we'll also put this out on the Anchor Podcast website, and it will also be on Spotify and I believe Google and Apple Podcasts too. So, you know, this is this is the new norm for our league. You know, yeah, big time. We want time we, we want more content for the league to to dive into. You know, because this league goes through. You know, this league goes through the summer. We can't. You know. You can't just forget about fantasy football anymore because you see what happens when you when you yeah. put it to back seat. You just go four and nine. Yeah, exactly. I'm in. <laughs> all in. I'm all in. I'll be here all summer long whenever you need me. So hopefully, you know, we'll do we'll get some more of these out and we'll get some more topics and you know, uh, maybe some guest guest speakers, whether they be people we know or you know the fantasy counselor. You know, he's verbally agreed to possibly getting on with us too one day. So. We can oh. find out. We can find out what he thinks about the sheep too. Yeah, I'd be excited for that. I'm in. Oh. I'm All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming again. I'm the real kid at me, and uh, my host, my co-host, Joey Fantasy. I'm Joey Fantasy. And another special thanks to uh, Mr. Lasigno here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Good job, blast. Ross. Thanks for uh, participating. Oh yeah, anytime. Tell the Lasigno household we say hi. I will.